2: Welcome to Web Crawlers, the podcast where we do a deep dive into some of our favorite unsolved mysteries. Each week, we will introduce our topic, lay out our research and findings, reveal some conspiracy theories, and conclude with our own hypothesis. Who knows, we might even solve the case. I'm Allie Siegel. I'm Melissa Stutton.
3: And I, Producer Maria.
2: <laughs>
3: Web Crawlers has a
2: Patreon. To get access to rewards, bonus episodes, shout-outs, merch discounts, etc., please go to patreon.com slash web... Qua- oh,
3: wow. Web crawlers. Web, crawl- web, Re-
2: crawlers. web crawlers. Web cr- <laughs> Web crawlers. For as little as $2 a month. And Melissa and I are going to record some episodes this week. Yeah, We have some episodes on like Disneyland deaths and all yeah. sorts of stuff. Please rate and review us on Apple Podcasts as well. If you give us a five-star review, screenshot it and we will shout you out on the podcast. We've got a bunch of good new reviews. One from Conch
4: 94 says, Allie is my soulmate.
2: Hell yeah, baby.
4: This is from M.S. Strandle. Subject is awooga. Maria is everything. Uh, The other girls are okay. Winky face.
5: mm Mm-hmm.
4: That's fine. Tyler hates clowns. Good vibes only. No dorks, please. Oh, there's one from fair. No, well, this is a four star review. It says Sherry Papini is a hoax.
5: <laughs>
4: <laughs> That's a really good from one from Dr. Doom Jr. Oh my god, a podcast that fact checks. I think I'm in love.
5: There
3: you go, Melissa. That's what you wanted. There it is.
2: That's all I needed,
3: <laughs> <laughs>
2: Mr. Udak. One. Um, Paul mentioned your programming in conversation with Janie the other week. I have been listening in reverse order and thoroughly enjoy discovering the origins of different callbacks. Good work. You reported to, to other listeners discovering web crawlers on a tip from PFT. I'm thankful the web thread crawled my way. You are amazing women. Thank you for your work.
3: Oh well,
4: thank you. Yeah, Paul and Janie's podcast, Stay F Homekins, is very funny.
2: Oh, cute. It's very funny. Yeah, so thank you, uh, PFT Tompkins for that uh, shout out and thank you guys for listening. Erios also has a hotline. Insert jingle here.
4: Six two six six oh four six two
1: six two. Irios.
2: And please keep those voicemails coming. And thank you, Jeb, for your continued calls. We love you. <laughs> Friend of the pod Jeb, Jeb. Uh, we will play them in our mailbag episodes, and we also have a Discord. It is super fun in there. You can find the link on our Instagram, and it's a we. Oh my god, like why is my speech impediment so bad today? I was about to say it's a wheel web crawlers community. It's a wheel (laughs)
4: web crawlers community.
2: Insane. I had a speech impediment growing up, but it's like gone now. But sometimes if I'm tired or like out of it, it. Where's that? <laughs> it's a it's real sweet. web crawler's it's adorable. community in there. Yeah. It's adorable. <laughs> Thanks, guys. <laughs> Melissa, who are our patrons? Today? We've
4: got Monica F., Cassidy R., Samantha L., Laura W., Sean S., Maria. Kelly A, Carrie A, Liana P, Annie O, Xavier G, Samantha W, and Ryan P. Welcome to the club.
2: (laughs) Thanks, guys. We love you. (laughs) So this episode today is for all of our listeners in South Korea. Yes. Wow. We're like king of the charts there. So we thought that we would do an episode just for you guys. Yeah. Melissa, what's our
3: episode today? King of the charts.
4: Well... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Today. This is actually considered the most notorious case in Korea's history, and it's often compared to Whoa. the Zodiac murders. No
3: way. This is Maria. That's you way. sent
4: us this a couple of weeks ago. I probably didn't like, read
3: it. I probably didn't read it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Thanks for the suggestion. <laughs> oh my god, did you guys know you're on the Apple charts in America? For what? No what way, what are we? You are 199. No way! Yes, yes. you're one, yes. you're one away from being out of the top two hundred. <laughs> Hell yeah!
4: <laughs> Story of our podcast. Front door. Just barely. You're number
3: forty three in South Korea, true crime. I I can't believe it. I, We've I, been getting a lot of emails
4: on? from listeners in South Korea. Like we have two new ones that we're gonna read in the mailbag. It's crazy. That's great. Thanks, you guys.
2: We should change from true crime to something really obscure.
4: So we can be number
2: one. <laughs> <laughs> one of my friends started a podcast and she put her podcast under like improv and she's like number two. Now.
3: Yeah, sorry. But like big ones is under improv and we're like <laughs> not doing well. <laughs> <laughs>
4: well, our 90 Day
3: Fiance podcast on
4: after shows is still in like the top hundred.
2: We're still charting and we haven't done an episode in like six, months, <laughs> <know>. seven months. <laughs> well, maybe
4: we'll bring it back, but maybe not. Yeah. Okay. So back to the Zodiac right. of Korea murders. So between 1986 and 1991, the bodies of ten women were found raped and strangled to death in the South Korean city of Hwaseong. It was the largest criminal case in South Korea, with over twenty one thousand suspects investigated.
2: But too many cooks. Too
4: many. <laughs> too many suspects in the in yeah. the. In, in the, the jail. J- okay. Yeah, it's not- <laughs> The murders <laughs> went the unsolved case. for over 30 years. And a movie wow. based on these murders called Memories of Murder was released in 2003, directed by Oscar winner Bong Joon Ho of Parasite. No That's way. Yeah.
2: Yes, way. Uh, let's let's get, get into it. it.
5: Yeah. Good cause. We have problems, doesn't look like it at all. We are problems, Satanism and ufos thoughts. We have problems, sleep paralysis, they'll let you.
4: September 15th, 1986, the body of 71-year-old Lee Wan Im was found in the rice fields near near her home. She had been raped and strangled to death with her own stockings. Jesus. And for the next five years, a series of rapes and murders would occur in the town of Xiang, which is about 25 miles south of Seoul. And in each case, a woman was found bound, gagged, raped, and in most cases, strangled to death with her own clothes. The killer was known as the Huasong Strangler. So one month after the first murder, the body of 25-year-old Park Hyun-suk was found in a canal about 2.5 miles from the first body. She had been bound with her own clothing, raped and strangled, and the police connected the two crimes, but they had zero leads. And then two months later, the Huasong Strangler struck again. He killed two women within two days of each other. It was 25-year-old Kwon Jung Ban was found raped and strangled in the front of her own home. God. Yeah. And then 23-year-old Lee Kai Suk was found raped and strangled with her own clothes uh, and also was violated by an umbrella.
2: Holy shit.
4: Also around this time, a woman was raped and attacked and survived. And she told the police the man was in his early 20s. He was between five foot four and five foot six, and they believed that it was the Hwasong Strangler. And they tested blood samples and they determined that he had a blood type of B, but this was the 80s. This is before Korea had the capabilities of running DNA samples. So, like, it wasn't really significant evidence. They're like, he has blood type B, but like, that's all we know.
2: That's, yeah, what do we do with it?
4: Yeah. And then one month later, on January 10th, 1987, the body of 19-year-old Hong Jin Young was found raped and strangled, very close to where the first body was found. Fuck. And the police also found a shoe print at this crime scene. And then four months later, the body of 29-year-old Park Hyun Ju was found, also raped and strangled. But then... The killing all of a sudden just stopped.
2: You know what's weird is I feel like all serial killers always have a period where they stop killing for a little yes. bit. Yes. Like the um, the Golden State like Killer was like... Went through yeah. weird
4: periods of where like they murder and then like they stop and then... It's weird. And
2: also, who was the guy we just did an episode on who um, built the murder house? Mark Sargent. <laughs> <laughs> Jack the Ripper. Uh, yeah, but Edward Ga- H. H. Holmes, A. H. J. Holmes, A. J. Holmes, A. Yeah. J. Holmes also stopped murdering for a few years, and they were like, "Oh, that's probably when he was Jack the Ripper." Right. So it's weird. Like they they stop for a little bit. Maybe they get wonder, their fill. I would love to look into that. Yeah, yeah. Or they try. Yeah, or like they try to live a normal life for a little bit. Or yeah, something. they're like, "This is
4: gonna be my last killing, guys." Maria, you look like. Yeah.
3: Something about Mary. Or
4: um, Alfalfa from... um, Or from the Grinch. Look. Hair sticking up.
3: You guys can't see, but it's funny. (laughs) Yeah, it's hilarious. That's why we're laughing
4: so hard. It's
2: really funny. It wasn't until a year and four months later when the seventh victim was found. On September 7th, 1988, 54-year-old Anji Soon was found with her hands bound. She was gagged with her own socks, raped and strangled. That's a little bit older than Mm -hmm. the normal profile. While conducting an investigation, the police talked to a bus driver who said Anne was riding the bus right before she was murdered, and there was a suspicious-looking man who followed her off the bus. Mm -hmm. A composite sketch was drawn based on the bus driver's memory. The characteristics of the suspect were similar to the description given by one of the survivors. But then, a week later, 14-year-old Park Song-hee was found raped and murdered. However, the police weren't fully convinced it was the work of the Huaisong Strangler. This victim was found in the bedroom of her own home. The previous murders had all taken place outside while the victims were walking alone. There was also hair found at the crime scene, and the police linked it to 22-year-old Yung Sang Yu. He worked at a repair shop nearby. The police arrested him in July 1989, but did not think he was the Hua Song Strangler. They thought he was a copycat murderer. Ooh. He actually admitted guilt during questioning and was sentenced to 20 years in prison. But then he appealed the ruling at the time, alleging the police coerced him into giving false confessions through torture. Uh-oh. His appeal was denied. a year and a half passed with no murder. so perhaps the guy who was in prison was not a copycat murderer after all. Oh, that's a good um, thing that uh, a good point that maybe when serial killers stop their murders for a year, like they're in jail for something else. Right. Um, That's right. Like tax evasion. <laughs> yes. Um, <laughs> Serial killers are known for evading taxes. <laughs> <laughs> On November fifteenth, 14 ninety, fourteen-year-old Kim Mi Jung was found raped and strangled, and then sing- six months after that, the final victim, Kwon Soon Sang, was also found raped and murdered. Jesus. Yeah. Although the killings finally stopped. It sparked the largest criminal case in South Korean history with over 2 million man hours spent on the investigation and over 21,000 suspects investigated. Over 40,000 fingerprints were taken and 570 DNA samples were examined.
4: That's a lot of DNA
2: samples. Yeah.
4: So at the time of the killings... The statute of limitations was only 15 years on, like, murders. So even if they found out who did it, they couldn't be tried after 2006. But, yeah, but despite that, the police department held on to all the DNA samples, like, just in case. Just in case, like, something changed. And then in 2015, the National Assembly lifted the statute of limitations on all murders which it seems crazy oh. that it was just like five years ago that they lifted the statute of limitations on murder. Five
2: years is nothing. No. We've been quarantined for five
4: years. Yes. <laughs> so then there was this anonymous police officer article was published in 2013. And this anonymous police officer talked about how he, when he was working in the police department searching for the Hwasong killer, He said the detectives were incompetent and they had no scientific technology. And also, Mm. in the 1980s, there were tons of protests against the Korean government. So the police were given orders to resolve the protests and to stop people from trying to overthrow the government.
5: Mm.
4: So the Hwasong Strangler, amongst many other crimes, were not the priority of the police department. Interesting. So they didn't have the resources to properly conduct a murder investigation. So perhaps this is why it went unsolved for so long. Because in the eighties, they're like, you need to stop protesters from overthrowing the government and like, don't worry about anything else.
2: I wonder if it would almost be to the advantage to have a serial killer on the loose. So it would be like, you actually need the government. You need the police. Like, stop rioting. Like, we need to protect you from you know yourself well i read an chaos. article
3: in believer magazine once you know that cool believer? magazine. yeah it's like you know <laughs> what it, it is or no believer do you guys know it's very cool, Why is it's,
1: it so like cool? Cause it's like the mcsweenies
3: because it's like the McSweeney's people you know what i mean and there's like no pictures but there's drawings or maybe they're like all a mcsweenies arts- i like
4: a mcsweenies yeah.
3: So they there was this article once about how in the eighties the um the serial killer panic was really like the Reagan administration trying to like get people um like in line um by f- like causing them fear like highways and like all this sh- like like oh basically it was like to stop people from from. I don't know what it was exactly. All I know is that they were equating the Reagan administration to um, exacerbating like the serial killer panic of the 80s.
2: Well, there you go. I knew that intuitively. I did not even have to read an article.
4: (laughs) Well, yeah, like fear based trying to get them to vote for. Like what yeah saying
3: it's dangerous out there yes yeah, yeah. You know, stay inside we need the. you need the police. It's probably how trump's gonna win
2: the election again yep. by being like these pri- protesters like i'm the only one that can save you it's so scary which
4: is crazy yeah. because it's trump's america that they're happening and you'd think ah, anyway it, it
2: wouldn't it, yeah it like wouldn't exist he it's yeah
4: chicken or egg chicken or egg chicken or egg is the chicken of course was it or was it <laughs> i don't know so anyway 20 years passed with no suspect in these murders
2: and it's the big bang it's a big bang big bang big bang egg chicken
4: big bang big bang egg chicken
2: actually big bang chicken egg mm. well,
3: wait a minute you just well, which one is it <laughs> <laughs> I, mm, maybe it was egg first i
4: don't know who cares? Who cares, you know? Who know. gives I a shit? Know. Okay.
2: Who gives a shit?
0: Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more.
4: So then the film Memories of Murder was released in 2004 and uh, was partially inspired by the serial murders. And this sparked renewed interest in the case. Mm. So soon after the movie came out in 2004, a female college student in Hua Song was murdered. Oh, And shit. people feared that the serial killer had returned. Oh, Fuck. And then two more women were murdered in Hwasong in 2006 and 2007. So people were like, oh, no, is this guy back? And then many people thought this case was cursed because a lot of investigators and suspects involved with the case died mysteriously. Oh, my God. Really? So a suspect in the ninth murder case died by being hit by a train.
2: I mean, that's not something that happens accidentally. Like, how do you accidentally get hit by a train?
3: Well, you could like step in front of the tracks by accident. You don't see it
2: while the train's coming. That's insane. That's yeah. he committed suicide. Yeah.
3: Uh, what if you're drunk and or you know you you're you're sleepwalking? You or, fell asleep. Yeah. What if you fell asleep on a train track? Yeah. You're like, this
4: is a nice place. Yeah, a nice or
2: or it was like one of those old timey villain things where like a he was in yeah. he was an old timey maiden a damsel in distress yeah. and he got tied down yeah he was tied
4: to the tracks
2: <laughs> by like a robber baron and then and then the train came because he wasn't saved in time yeah
4: pew 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 pew
5: <laughs>
2: so
4: then another suspect was being chased by the police and he fell from the roof of an apartment building. And oh then another suspect was released after ins- insufficient evidence and he committed suicide. And then one investigator died in a car accident. Oh my god. And then two other investigators died of "quote unquote excessive stress."
2: Holy shit. How can you die of stress? Is that a heart, heart attack, attack, I guess?
4: And so then in 2009, Yun Sang-yeo, the guy who was labeled as the copycat murderer, who was convicted of killing one of the victims he was released from prison on parole in 2009 after serving 20 years he was 42 years old and then huh. 10 year 10 more years passed with no update or any suspects
2: but then the timing of this is so weird like i wonder if we were to look at the numerology of this like if it was would to mean were to mean something
4: it is a lot of numbers and a lot of years. Like
2: some sort of code. Like what if it's like two years past and two is the letter B and then like five years past and then five is the letter something in the alphabet. Because
4: some some people were killed within like a week of each other and then like three months later. And then like that is
2: interesting, like the pattern I'm curious about this pattern. It's really striking something with me. Like I feel like he was spelling something out, or that's oh, we're wow. missing something. The, the cops were the cops were the missing. Co- this well, my yeah, they were trying to fight these protesters who were overthrowing
4: the Korean government, not paying attention. I'm, I'm
2: just saying, I feel like I should be like one of those psychics on the crime scene who's just like, I'm, I'm feeling, I'm <laughs> getting a strong feeling. Can
3: you this. get this woman out of here? <laughs> <laughs> She's just walking all over the crime scene. <laughs> Can smelling get everything, her out of here.
4: She keeps putting her ear to the ground where all the footprints are. <laughs> get her out of here.
2: <laughs> okay, continue. Uh,
4: but then there was a breakthrough in the case. Ooh! So with DNA technology getting better, the police decided to retest some of the samples, mm. and they got a match for every crime scene, and it was the same person. His name. Was Lee Choon Jae? Turns out, he was already in prison for a separate crime of tax evasion. (laughs) Just kidding. No, he was found guilty for the murder of his sister-in-law in
2: 1994. Wow. Okay. So here's what happened with that murder. By the way, I just have to say about the year 1994, like I have the most vivid memory of being on the bus in 1994, coming home from school and like listening to Seals Kissed by a Rose blasting through like the station, like 104.3, whatever the station was that my like alternative rock, like adult (laughs) alternative station my bus driver would listen to. Wow.
5: Wow.
4: It's a great memory. I just
2: remember it so vividly. And then one time on the way home, I fell asleep on the bus in the back seat and the bus driver didn't realize that. And I ended up back at school.
4: <laughs> that That's my it was so traumatic. That's my worst. I I had the worst experience when I was in preschool. I took a bus. It, like the bus stopped in front of my house. You were in
2: preschool and in, you took a bus?
4: Yeah, it was like super close to my house. Were you like two? I was four. Oh. <laughs> which I, I and not look now looking back is like terrifying, but I would take the bus to preschool. I would stop in front of my house. And I would go to preschool, but every time there was a substitute bus driver, I refused oh, no. to get on the bus to come home.
5: That's smart. That's right.
4: I overheard these kids one time talking on the bus. They're like. Yeah, because it was like older kids riding the bus too. They're like, yeah, we there was a substitute bus driver and like we made him go to the wrong places and like we got him lost, took him lost. And I overheard that and I was like, oh my God. And so
2: yeah, it's terrifying. my
4: parents would have to come get me because I would cry and scream. And I like, they would try to put me on the bus and I would like put my hands on the doors and my feet. And I'm like, I'm not getting, it. I would scream. I would knock it on the bus. And I never rode the bus to school after that because I was so traumatized by that that like, Riding buses like gave me like anxiety.
2: Good, yeah, that's that's why public transportation's bad. Um, Anyway, okay, so here is what happened with that murder in nineteen ninety three. Lee's wife left him, so he invited his eighteen year old sister in law over, then proceeded to drug, rape, and kill her. Jesus. Lee then went to his father in law offering to help in the search for his missing sister-in-law, Shady, Mm -hmm. when they both reported that she might have been abducted. Lee was arrested a few days later, and after uh, repeated questioning, he asked, How many years do you serve in prison for rape and murder? (laughs) not a good question to ask why would you Uh, ask that yeah (laughs) freak um lee denied any responsibility and the court overturned his confession stating that he made a false statement because of police coercion however lee was convicted and sentenced to death in may 1994 The Supreme Court of South Korea reviewed the case in 1995, and Lee's sentence was reduced to a life sentence with the possibility of parole after 20 years. Despite multiple pieces of DNA matching his profile, Lee initially denied any involvement, but in October 2019, police announced that Lee had confessed to killing all 10 victims plus five more. This included the one case that police thought was a copycat murder. Interesting. Oh,
4: yeah. Um,
2: As of October 2019, details about the five more victims have not been released because the investigation is ongoing. Wow. So in addition to the murders, he also confessed to more than 30 rapes and attempted rapes. Crazy. Holy fucking shit. Um, yeah. On November 15, 2019, the police announced that they had reached a conclusion that Lee was responsible for all 10 serial murders. Despite the confession, he won't face charges over the killings as South Korea's statute of limitations on the most recent of the cases ran out in 2006. I thought they repealed that.
4: Well, apparently when the law changed, it did not include crimes that happened previous to 2015. That's bonkers. That's insane. Yeah, but he's still in prison. But he just might not get like charged for these other crimes. Crazy.
2: Oh, I love that I asked the question before I literally <laughs> read the next sentence. <laughs> The next sentence of the document is literally apparently when the law changed, it did not include crimes
5: that <laughs> happened before.
2: <laughs> I I Yoon Sang-yu, who was convicted of killing the eighth victim and spent 20 years in prison, filed for a retrial of his case following news reports that Lee had confessed to all 10 serial murders. The police announced that Yoon was not responsible for the murder he went to prison for. Oh. He said he had confessed to the killing after being subjected to a three-day round-the-clock interrogation. I would confess to anything. Um, He alleged he had been tortured and that investigators beat him up and threatened to kill him. I feel so frustrated about these long years. If the police who interrogated me made an apology, I would feel better. But I think the police owe an apology to the people of South Korea. Can you imagine how many people could have been unfairly and wrongfully accused of police in the past? Yeah. The status of his retrial is still unknown.
4: How awful to spend 20 years in prison while he was like, what, 22? He got out when he was 42.
2: Those are the the best years of his life. (laughs) Yeah. So crazy. Curious. I'm just going to give a quick Google real quick. Um, okay. So um, how serial killers cool off between murders. Psychology today.
3: This? <laughs>
4: well, I know the Golden State
2: killer, I believe like he had children, like
4: he was married and like he had children in between the
2: killings. Most of the definitions also require a period of time between the murders This pause or break between killings is necessary to distinguish between a mass murder, oh, which is a one-time event, and a serial murder, which has multiple incidences. More specifically, serial murder requires a temporal separation between the different murders, which is variably described as separate occasions, a cooling-off period, or the emotional cooling-off period.
4: Yeah, it feels like they just kind of like... Have the urge to murder, and then, like, they just kind of like it's like satiated, fulfill that urge, and they're like, Oh, I'm good, but then, like, they get the itch. It's like doing drugs, I guess. Like, you kind of just like, Yeah, do it, and then, like, you go to rehab and you're like, I'm done, but then, like, yeah, you addicted. like hit a rock bottom. Yeah.
2: Incredibly, the life of a serial killer during the cooling off period, particularly if he or she is a is a psychopathic killer like Ted Bundy or Gary Ridgway, that is pathologically devoid of emotion or empathy, may appear completely normal to the unsuspecting observer. Yeah. So it's like what you said. It says the cooling off period to a serial killer is like what coming down from a narcotic high is to a drug addict. It is a time of rest and recomposure. It's only a temporary timeout, though. It's like a heroin addict will eventually need another fix or an alcohol. Oh, interesting. Yeah, I
4: must be uh, in the mind of a serial killer.
2: (laughs) Well, you did score high on that serial killer test, you freak. (laughs) I scored Um, frighteningly high. Yeah. Yeah, so that's cool. That's cool. Anyway, that's Pretty cool. cool. Um, okay, cool. So um, if you know any cool serial killers, <laughs> like that's fun. Um, so email us in your stories. Um, I am Allie Siegel.
4: I am Melissa, not a serial killer Stetton That's what a serial killer would say. And exactly. I'm
3: M- Maria, I'm not I am not a serial killer Blasucci
2: Okay, well I I am Allie Allie, I am a serial killer seal.
3: Well, that's what a serial killer would say. That's what a serial
2: killer wouldn't wouldn't say. One of us is lying. Which one is it? Yeah. Tune in
4: <laughs>
3: next Tune time in
5: next
2: week. For the, the reveal. <laughs>
4: Bye. Bye.